the illest of course. Real fans, real talk. We the illest on court. Real fans, real talk. We as real as we thought. Real fans, real talk. Reporting live from the cam. High in demand, so please stand by if you can. What we got is worth a lot, so put a tie in your plans. On court, talking sports through the eyes of the fans. With Trip Young, Emma Marie, Eric Sanchez. You heard what I said, we elite. Check the latest topics and stay ahead of the beat. Keep us in your topics and uh-huh. we ahead of the Yo. streets. It's Johnny Floss, bringing a different type of blend. Backing up Misfit to make sure y'all tuned in. You gotta watch, this show is one of a kind. Updates on your TV screen from 8 to 9. For the older folks, or even if you're younger, no matter what sport, this show, we got it covered. It's filmed live in the middle of BK, so ain't no better sports show to watch on Thursdays. Real fans, real talk, we as real as you thought. Real fans, real talk, we the illest, of course. Real fans, real talk, we the illest, of course. Real fans, real talk, we as real as we thought What's going on? It's Trip Young, Real Fans, Real Talk. The interview that you have all been waiting for. We came all the way from New York to get this man right here, the current WBC heavyweight champion of the world, Deontay Wilder. What's going on? Welcome to the show. What's going on, brother, man? Y'all came all the way to Alabama? I mean, we had to, we had to come visit the champ, the first American heavyweight champ since Ladies 2006. And after 12 rounds of action, we have a unanimous decision. Here are the score totals. Judging ringside, Adelaide Bird scores them out 118 to 109. Jerry Roth sees them out 119 to 108. And Craig Metcalf scores them out 120 to 107. All in favor of the winner. And now the first American boxer to win the heavyweight title in nearly a decade. The It's, it's a beautiful thing, and you, and you came up here in style. You got the Rolls Royce out here. Was that a gift to yourself after you won the belt? Yeah, definitely. You know, a lot of things that I accomplished in my life, I, I like to cater to myself. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't need people to pat me on the back and tell me what great job I've done, you know, because um, I already know that. So, you know, by that being said, I like every step, every st- milestone that, that I accomplished in my life, you know, I like to treat myself. That, that allows me to set even more higher goals for myself. And um, once I reach them, I treat myself. So I, I, like, I like treating myself, you know. So uh, that's what it came for. Her name is Sia. You know, uh, abbreviate if you want to pronounce it, it's see her. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's that's what that came about, man. And I'm looking more forward to the future. All right, so we'll see her, see her, however you want to pronounce it. She's sitting pretty out there right now. I might have to get the champ to take us around the city later in that, in that one. But uh, we got a lot of boxing to get into, so I'm going to go back. Golden Gloves champion. How was it going through all of the, all of the rounds, all of the fights? How did you prepare yourself, and what was it like winning? Back in, the, you said uh, amateur? The Golden Gloves championship. The Golden Gloves, that back amateurs then, huh? We're going all the way back to the beginning. We're going to bring the fans up to date. Yeah, I feel you. Uh, sure, you know. Every step of the way, you know, I was like, I had to learn all the way up. You know, I never had skill in the amateurs, even in the Olympics. I never, I never had skill. I'll, but I always fall off of, of will and heart. 
that's all I had, you know what I mean? Because, you know, every every point in my amateur career, I had to play catch-up. Because all these guys, they've been boxing five, six, seven years, ever since, and some of them ever since they was kids. Here I come at 21 years old, learning the art and craft of boxing. And, uh, you know, but the main thing about it, like, my heart was super big because uh, it wasn't about myself. You know, I was a young kid, but but it wasn't about myself. I had a, uh, a daughter as well, too, that I was fighting for. So I dared any man to step in that ring to, to test my, my, my will and, um, and my determination of making a better life for my daughter. You know, and that what made me prevail over a lot of the guys, even the, even the top guys that um, a lot of people picked that would win the whole tournaments and stuff like that. You know, they kind of this kid from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. You know, everybody doubted me. Everybody looked past me. But, uh, you know, and they just kept me winning, though. Every every step of the way in my amateurs, I always won the tournaments. I always was the champion and stuff like that. I, I remember back in 2007, um, I joined the gym in 2006, 2007, um, late 2006, early 2007, and uh, we were talking about the Olympics, and um, we was – uh, discussing how you get there because we haven't had a guy exceed past a national level yet alone going to the Olympics. So I remember I was huddling around like, how are we going to get there? And I remember telling everybody like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make the Olympics team because I like to speak things in existence. You know, the power of the tongue is real and it's powerful. If we speak, I will, I share, I'm going to, you know, instead of I can, I won't, you know, it's too hard. You know, it's easy to give up. But it's hard for people to, to keep going and then when it get tough to even press through more, you know, and that's, the, that's the challenge. And uh, I was looking for any and every challenge that was for me to be the best. And um, through, God, through God as well too, man, you know, I prevail over everything. Every weapon that formed me gives me then prosper because he had his hands on me and, um, and I gave him the glory along the way. And by me giving him the glory, he's given me victory. What and does I, this moment mean to become? the WBC heavyweight champion of the world. First of all, I'd like to thank God, man. Without God, nothing is possible. If y'all get God a try, man, y'all will find out he all right. He all right, man. I'd like to thank Al Heyman. I'd like to thank Shelly Finger. I'd like to thank Golden Boy, the MGM Grand. I mean, I just, man, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm just happy to bring this belt back to America officially. Yeah. <laughs> and, and guess what? I got some of the best fans in the world. Victory. And I'm still on as a professional, um, undefeated, with uh, 32 knockouts. You know, and um, it, it's just my blessings are still pouring down on me, man. And uh, some people would never understand my story, never understand why I'm still receiving blessings and it pouring down on me. But that's not for them to understand. That is only for me, for I can only destroy my blessings and, and detour it coming from myself. So right now I'm just trying to be the best role model, the best the best champion, positive champion, I love positivity. I never surround myself by negative people. I can't stand it. I love positive stuff. And um, here I am, a positive champion, trying to spread the love and, 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 and the energy out to those that wonder how I became, who I became, and, and, and try to motivate, motivate them to become whoever they want to become, whether it's boxing or in sports or whether they want to be a doctor or whether they, any, any kind of field they're in, you know, I want, to, I want to motivate them and let them know to speak all things in existence. Visualize yourself doing it, you know, and, and, and running that course. So when it's time for that action to take place, you seem like you already ran it. And um, there you go from there, baby. So now I know we're talking about the being positive and staying positive. I want to go back again to the Olympics. Now you, you didn't get the gold, you got the bronze. So how did you re-motivate yourself to keep going and not giving up? Well, you know, you, sometimes 
things don't go as planned, you know, and uh, when things don't go as planned, you have to, you have to be a chameleon, you know, you got to adapt, you know what I'm saying, to life, because life brings so many things your way, so many different sizes and shapes and, and stuff, life life evolves into so many different kinds of things, man, and you just got to know how to adapt to, to well, maybe, you know, this didn't work out, so, hey, I got to go to plan B or plan C. Some people don't look for, don't look past, don't look past plan A. So, and that's what people get detoured, they mind like, dang, they were so focused on plan A working that they can they can really think about plan B. So, you just have to, you gotta, you gotta train for the best, but, 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 but think for the worst. You know what I mean? And, uh, and that's what I've done, you know. Um, I was just happy to be at the Olympics, you know, yell alone as far as meddling because I didn't supposed to be there. You're looking at a guy that, you know, they didn't even supposed to make it, you know, past uh, a national level, yet alone being it. Nobody has me picked. And nobody has this guy from Alabama picked to be an Olympian. You know, they had so many other guys um, that was supposed to fulfill my spot, you know. But uh, God had to last say, oh, say so about that. And um, But you just got to stay motivated. There's just something within a person. They had to stay positive, had to stay motivated with themselves. When, when things don't go as planned, you got to, hey, sit back. Take a deep breath and let you know what? I gotta press forward. I gotta keep going. And whether you're doing it for somebody or you're doing it for yourself. If you're not doing it for somebody, you definitely owe yourself that. You know what I mean? You definitely owe yourself that if anybody else. And um that will that that was where I were. But in my in my situation, I was doing it for my, my daughter. It wasn't about me, you know. Um everything was about her. And um I'm glad that I was able to promise her when she was one years old that that is gonna be a world champion and I was able to fulfill that. You know, that was a long shot, you know, to be able to say, hey, babe, I'm going to be a world champion. You know how many guys try to become a world champion, whether they start boxing when they were young or when they started late and say, you know, want to be a world champion and never get an opportunity. You never get an opportunity to even fight for a world title, yet alone just say they're going to be a champion. And here I am just out of nowhere pick up the sport and, uh, and, and, and a world champion now. It's amazing. And definitely congrats on that. And I, I got to go back again because doing my homework, my research, I heard you had a little skills at wide receiver. You did play. You played a little ball. You wanted to go to the University of Alabama yeah. to play. But, again, you know, with your daughter, she was sick and whatnot. So how's your, how's your mindset? And, and really you wanted to go to that school and play. Could you have, have really have done it on that level? I think so. You know what I mean? Um, I'm a true athlete, though. You know, all I need is the right teaching. And and I picks it up like just like boxing. I just I just joined in the gym and all of a sudden here I am, you know, on 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 a higher level. So you know, you know, but you know, like I said, it was it was this was what God had me to do right here. This was my plan. Even you know, as a as a man now, I sit back and think on all the the rewards I done reap from boxing and everything I've been through as far as boxing is concerned. I look back on my life and I'm like, man, all those times I done got in. In the fights, at the fights, at the fights, I remember sometimes crying. I was like, Lord, I don't want to fight no more. I know what I want to do with my life. And it seemed like every time I step out in the street somewhere, somebody want to pick with me. Like, I was a quiet dude. I ain't never pick with nobody, you know. Uh, but I, 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 never, I never strayed away from a fight, though, you know. I, I wasn't the one that talked. But, um, but, but I was the one of the guy like, you don't want to mess with Deontay. You, you just don't want to mess with that guy. And people always just picked with me. I just never knew why. But... As I sit back and evaluate the situation and evaluate my position and where I am now, I said, man, I said, God, you know, I just looked up and said, man, you had it all planned out for me. You already knew what you was doing. This is what, this was your plans for me. And I found my purpose in life. And boxing is my purpose in life at this moment. You know, um, after this, I, don't, I, I can't say, but at this, at this present moment, 
this is my true calling to, to, to be a fighter and uh, and to motivate people to let them know that you could do anything anything is possible you just got to believe in yourself believe in God and uh, have a, a strong will the determination and, 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 and just do it it gets hard sometimes it's gonna get hard but if and, 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 but you want it to get hard and if it don't get hard then you ain't doing something right it ain't it ain't right and if you get to where you want to go it ain't gonna last long because it wasn't hard enough to, to, to happen. You know, we appreciate things when they come hard. The things we don't appreciate when they came easy, it just slips out of our hand because we don't, we, how, how could you appreciate it? It came so easy, so simple, you know? They always say if, if it was so easy, anybody, everybody could do it. But when they become hard, when they become a task, for, for a greater, you can't have a great testimony without a great test. So when you get a great, when you have a test, that's when you have a, your testimony. And then you can apply it to somebody else's life and, and, and because we all go through, we all go through similar things, but different in different ways and stuff like that. You just never know what a person may go through in their life to motivate or encourage the other person because they may be going through the same situation, but in a, a different, different kind of way of it. So, you know, that's what that's what we is right now, man. You know, I, I'm just the type of person that I want to see everybody make it and do good, man, and and be able to enjoy and live life like I am. And my and my kids, you know, just blessed, dog, just totally blessed. See, y'all ain't y'all ain't know we was gonna take you out of church today on real fans, real talk. But 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 but, but we here, we definitely here. And and like you said, you you, you didn't want to fight, but that that was the plan. That was God's plans for you to fight. You still fighting. You fighting very well, I might add. I I I gotta say, I started watching about. Six fights ago, yeah. so I really started watching. I didn't, and as I watched, I started watching more and more. So we interviewed we interviewed Butterbean earlier today. He he was was known as as the fourth round fourth round king. Fourth, fourth round king. Uh, now you from Alabama, also you might have to be the new fourth round king because it, I mean it took you to your thirty third fight to make it out of the fourth round. But a lot of knockouts, a lot of a lot of big hits. I mean, what what is it like being inside that ring and, and, and the adrenaline rush when you knock somebody out and, and they don't even make it past the fourth round? I love it, man. You know, um, for one, it's, it's time to go home, get my money. That's that's always a great feeling when you get them on my there. Yeah, and for two, you already know who won. You know, sometimes we can see an excellent, a wonderful fight, and at the end of the day, who we think gonna win, who we look like, you know, uh, it's, it's obvious who's gonna win. Sometimes you see the other guy winning, and it always be mouth dropping. And I always look at myself like I never want to be that guy on the on the other hand of the other glove that knew he dominated the fight, knew he won it without a shadow of doubt. But then the judges had a whole nother other way. So when you knock a guy out, you know that just that clarifies it all. That that sums it up. I'm like oh, I won, you know I ain't worried about nothing, you know. So so. By me being able to knock guys out like I like I've done throughout my career, man, it, it's always been a great feeling, you know. But um, I always, you know, want to make sure they all right, they they they're safe, they can go back to their family. You know, majority have kids and stuff. You know, I never want to hurt a man to the point where he can't identify, you know, his kids or you know, or understand when people are talking to him and stuff like that. You know, um, it's just a dirty and and, and, and dangerous sport that. We're in, you know, and we love to do it. I love to do it. Uh, how crazy that is! I love, I love this sport, um, but it is, it, it's, 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 it's so dangerous, though. You know, we signed up for it, but uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great feeling, though. And I continue to want to knock guys out, and um, hopefully they, they, uh, 
they be all right afterwards and they can go on with their life. Well, we definitely love seeing it because, I mean, I got to say the heavyweight division has been lacking for a little while. And it hasn't been the same since the 90s. But now we got, the, we got the new talent in. We're coming in. We got, you know, Deontay Wilder, you have arrived. And we're going to your last fight now. Now we're going up into the, to the Stavern fight. People question your stamina. They questioned the chin. They didn't know if you was gonna be able to keep up with that with that boy in the ring, and you proved a whole lot of people wrong. Dominated from the beginning to the end of the fight, and, and, and you see to, to the victor goes the spoils. What's going through your mind when your hand is being raised in that ring, and it's the new heavyweight champion of the world, Deontay Wilder? You know, first off, I made a lot of people a lot of money, and I I. I I made a lot of people lose a lot of money. So, uh, so the lesson learned for those that lost money, don't bet against me. Bet with me to make money, you know. We all about making money. But, um, you know, to answer your question, the first thing that went through my mind was like, wow, you know, the, the, the fact when I went back to iterate it on how I promised my daughter that I'd be a world champion, that's the first thing that came to my mind, like, I'm a, I, you know, I fulfilled that promise because as a child, I, I was promised a lot of things, but nothing was fulfilled for me. You know, I had to go out and get it on my own, which made me a better man, which made me who, who I am now, a hard worker, super hard worker at that. But um, that was something I, I promised to her, and when I was able to fulfill it, it did my heart well. Even when I returned home, my daughter would like say, Dad, she said she's proud of me. And it made my heart feel good because most of the time, as fathers or as mothers, we tend to tell our children that we're proud of them, not have it reversed on us. And for the child to say they're proud of, uh, of you. So that, that was an awesome feeling right there, first and foremost. And um, another great feeling, second after that, I was like, you know, I was excited to be the first American heavyweight in, in what, six to eight years or so, you know, to bring the WBC back, back to America and, uh, and be crowned. And, uh, and along with that, on the side of that, was able to do it with, with um, on one of my favorite fighters of all time, birthday, and that's Muhammad Ali, 73rd birthday. That was amazing. You know, so much was going on. Then it was Martin Luther King's birthday as well, too. Like, it was, man, it was so much going on January the 17th that it was like, it was impossible for me to lose. You know, like, how could I lose? You know, a lot of people didn't know I, I went into the fight with one eye because I injured my left eye. Um, the night before the fight due, due to a stretch exercise. Um, I had a stretch band I was stretching with it and it came off under my foot and it hit me straight in the eyeballs and um, it, it knocked me to, it, it literally knocked me to sleep. That's how, it, that's how the impact was so forceful to my eyes. Now, thank God that I have my, uh, my personal doctor there which treated me to be able to, to get me to see a little bit but I was still seeing black and white when I got up in the ring. But you know, I'll say, yo, I, I trained too hard for this. I've been, it's been four months of straight blood, sweat, you know, emotional uh, uh, feelings throughout the camp. You know, I'm like, man, I, 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 nothing's going to stop me. You know, and we didn't train for drills with the, no eyes, no hands, one hands, you know, and stuff like that. So I was prepared. Is that something y'all going to add in now, training with no eyes? Well, we, we do that. That's what I'm saying. We, we train like that anyway. You know, sometimes we do drills with one eye closed, the left eye, then the right eye. Then we do one hand. We use one hand. We do it just for situations like that. And, um, you know, so um, we was definitely prepared for anything that he had coming, uh, with anything that he wanted to bring to us. And, uh, and it, it, it was just beautiful. And then later on in the fourth round, I ended up, ended up fracturing my hand.
You know, so now I'm fighting with one eye and one hand. Nobody knew, he didn't even know it though, because I was still fluent with my punches. I was still accurate with my jabs and stuff like that. Um, when I look back on the fight, I see that I was, I was hitting him anytime with the left hook. I think I threw the left hook three times just to let him know that I got it, it's there. But a lot of people say, why you didn't still use it? The reason why I, I still didn't use my left jab because you know, I was enjoying my, my, I didn't use my left hook because I was enjoying my jab. I was enjoying it so much, you know. Uh, I was controlling the whole fight with just the jab alone. I just let them know that my, I told them in the beginning that my athleticism is going to win this fight. So we're talking about that training um, that you're going through. And uh, recently, well, I don't want to say recently, but, but a little while back, you brought on another uh, family member of Real Fans Real Talk. Mark Breland, Olympic gold medalist and a former middleweight champion of the world to help out with the training regimen. Uh, how was that decision? That decision was good. We, uh, Mark came along after the Olympics and stuff like that. Um, actually, I met Mark through Jay. Jay met uh, Mark through uh, my manager, Shelly Finkels. So how, that's how that came apart. Shelly thought uh, Mark would be a, a, a good specimen for the team and stuff like that with you know, similar styles and, and uh, the lengthness of what we had. So um, we brought them along and uh, we clicked, we clicked. Me and Mark clicked uh, immediately after meeting each other and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, I'll know if I like a person in a, just just interacting with that person. And um, we definitely we definitely clicked. And, um, you know, he's been a great part of, of of the bomb squad, I call it. And um, it's been good. I got a strong team. That's from management on, to, to the people that handles me on down to, um, my my uh my team here in the gym so it, it's been good man um god allowed me to pick the right peoples and uh, the right people have came in my life at the right amount of time in my life you know a lot of people wanted to rush my career but um you know we we didn't want to do that we wanted to take we took it slow for a reason so when we we, we, we wanted to take it slow so when we do fight for world title we don't want to be one of those guys that say i fought for it. i want to say not only that i fought it but i want it you know what i mean and uh and long live the king uh, so, uh, and this is what we are, man. So um, I'm grateful to have the guys that I have on the team from Jay down to, 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 to Mark, down to uh, Russ, the Cuz, and uh, oh, my, my, my other family with Shelly Fingles, uh, Al Heyman, and, and, and his team, you know, all those guys, you know, Sam, Sylvia, uh, uh, Marcus, you know, and, and uh, my man Brandon. All those guys, uh, Brad, you know, just just the whole family, man. We just just name name the whole family, man. And uh, if I forgot somebody, forgive me. You know, it's something. Charge it to the to the head, not the heart. Yeah, there you go, there you go. So um, it's been good, man. I just look forward to the future. And uh, I told people that once I become champion, I want to be an active champion, and I want to keep my oath to that. So um, people can see me back in the ring real soon. You know, I want I want to st um, stay active. Whoever's ready to try to take this belt, and you did, you did. Make sure y'all capitalize. Try, you know. I want them to let them know they can come and try, you know, because that's that's all that's all you're gonna be able to do is try. You know, it ain't going nowhere for no time soon. You know, Berman said it wasn't gonna go nowhere. He promised the WBC that, but um, he lied. Um, but um, here I am. <laughs> Listen, listen. As my co-host Mark the Step Man Scavage would say, "Bet with your with your heart, not your hate." I, I have not bet against the champ. I, you know, I've I've seen you in, in every every fight. I think you know you get better and better. And it's it's actually good seeing you go the distance in this last fight to win the to to win the title because you know. 
when you when you get the opportunity to shut people up, that's a that's a, that's a beautiful thing. And, and so many people, you know, had negative things to say, but you still fought through it. And now, uh, Ring Magazine has you has you ranked at number two in the heavyweight division. You bumped up after the, after the fight. Now I'm gonna throw a couple of names out there at you. Okay. This this is who I want to see. I mean, it's it's three people that I want to see you fight, yeah. but we're gonna go in order first. All right, let's do it. All right, Tyson uh, Fury. Fury. Yeah, definitely want him. Okay. Yeah, we we tried to get. We want him. But I want him so bad that I want him for my next fight. But his people, them, you know, they don't want to fight. They want to. They they talking about September. They want Klitschko and all that stuff like that. You know. Brian Jennings, I'm sure, was on your thing. I, he was my mandatory, but he went to Klitschko. You know, uh, I like to see myself. Uh, I want, you know, my next mandatory would be between Mike Perez and uh, Alexander Povakin. I, I look forward to that one as well too. Whoever win, may the best man win for that one. I'm looking forward to that to that 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 finale. Um, but um, the other, the first two, you know, especially Jennings, you know, he went to Klitschko and Tyson Klitschko. I feel that they're looking forward to go. The easy route, which I say the easy route because Vladimir, he's on his way out. You know, even though he's still able to maintain in in, in the ring and and what, what Emmanuel taught him, he still applied principle, you know, to gold. Um, but you know, they don't they don't want to come a young, young strong raging bull way. They don't want to come this way. So, what better way? Like, hey, let's go this way because we can make just as much money as the same. You know what I mean? It, it, I got the most precious, most prestigious well no belt in all of boxing. I got the number one belt, really, you know, in boxing. That's the WBC belt, and I and I represent it proudly. But um, of course, I you know I I see what they're trying to do, and I see their strategy. May God be with them on that on that journey of path of becoming world champions. No greater feeling. I want everybody that set a goal to be a champion become a champion because it's a great feeling to be a champion. It can never be taken away from you, no matter how. That opportunity came about no matter how you won that fight, whether it was with a knockout, whether it went 12 rounds, whether it was an ugly fight, or whether you was an impulsive win, but they raised your hand anyway. You were champion. Nobody can take it away from you. You go in history forever. So I, I definitely wish those guys luck. And um, and uh, if they win, uh, I look forward to, to, to whooping on them. All right. And then now, the number one, the number one man in the heavyweight oh, yeah. division right now. Yes. The old man. I mean, and I, 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 I like Vladimir. I think, I think he, he's one of the best. But at some point, the best got to clash. Go, yeah. Deontay Wilder versus Vladimir Klitschko. How far away are we, are we from seeing that? And who wins? Man, you know, of course I'm gonna say I, I win. You know, of course I, I, I would never say no matter who people would say I would never see myself losing to nobody. I'm a fighter. I'm a warrior. You know what I mean? Anybody come in and like you know, you know whether it was. In the future, in the present, or the past, you know, I'm a fighter. A warrior poster always feel like he's gonna win when he finna get ready to go to battle. If you don't feel like you're gonna win, or you have any slout of of, of 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 not being able, thinking that you know you're not gonna win, then this is not the right game for you. You know what I mean? You done lost already. It's like the Lions. Then you finna go in there and you finna get eaten. You know, like an appetizer. So, um, you know, I always feel like I'm going to win each and every fight, and I prepare myself, give, my best, give myself my best um, uh, uh, chance of winning. And, um, but um, we, I think that fight uh, definitely happened maybe sometime, 2006, sometime in, the, in the year 2016. You know, the thing about it, Vladimir um, um, has so many mandatories lined up, you know, and uh, so he got he to gotta get those things out of the way unless he paid some – unless some guys take some sit-aside money in which – 
you know, if he if if them guys is hungry like me, I didn't want no set aside money. I put this, I said, I put the set aside money so high that it like, like it ain't worth it. I said ten mil. Let me get, you know, because I'm ready, I'm ready to be champion. I want to fight. So, so I think I I can see that that fight happening then sometime, you know. But um, it'll be in his best interest to uh, to fight somebody like me earlier than later, because with him he's getting older. Time is coming, you know, and time wait for no man. At the end of the day, all things must come to an end, no matter who you are. All things come to an end. They're just part of life because time, you know, you know time waits. Like I said, and um, for me, I, you know, I'm the younger guy. Only thing I can do is get better. I'm still a baby in this game. I started late. I'm still a baby, so it's still for me. It's still room for me to 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 improve um, different things about myself and uh, my skill uh, wise, and, and just everything. You know. He he's been he's been in the game for so long that he's not gonna change nothing. You know he he's, he's still gonna say stay the same fighter he's been for so many years, and um, that would give me the advantage. Not only just my youth, not only just strength, not only just speed, but but time. Time is time is a virtue. You know so uh, we'll see how it goes though. That's a exciting fight that I definitely want um, before he retires. You know some feel like the fight will never happen because they feel like he he he'll retire that he know the risk. That's behind that fight, and um, all champions want to go out on top. Well, listen, like you, like you said, eventually it's going to have to happen. I mean, we waited five years for, for, for probably the biggest fight in boxing in a long time to happen, and we finally got it, Mayweather versus Manny Pacquiao. Now, we didn't ask everybody that came on to show this question, so we got to ask, ask the champ as well. Who are you taking, Mayweather or Manny Pacquiao? I'm just—I'm gonna leave it short and simple. You know, uh, I'm not gonna go with too many explanations. I'm gonna leave it short and simple. Uh, I think Floyd will win the fight if he do what he have to do because he—he—he he, he got a, some great defense and uh, he's a different specialist, of course. Uh, but I do feel if the fight is any bit close, that the fight they'll give it to Manny. Like I said again, it's many times what we see a guy dominate a fight, but the judges have another one. I feel like if it be close, they'll give it to Manny. And, 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 and just think about a rematch, even more money, you know. So you just have to think about it. Um, you know, Manny don't have too much defense. He, he'd rather punch and then give a punch than, than anything. So overall, it's going to be a great fight. I'll definitely be there. And um, I'll be watching. Hopefully, guys, you know, I hope the height live up to the fight, you know. I hope, you know, everybody been hyped about this fight for, like you said, five years. I hope it don't be like a boring fight. And like we, everybody been hyped, and he gets you like, what the fuck, like, you know. But um, I think it's gonna be an exciting fight because both. I, I feel Manny don't have nothing to lose, so I think he's gonna bring it a little bit harder than Floyd because he don't have nothing to lose. I mean, he done lost many times and he, and stuff like that. Floyd's still living his legacy. He's trying to he had to live up to his legacy, and that's pressure, right there, you know. Uh, but I, I think he'll take it away. So we'll we'll see. That's just a uh, my opinion, you know. Uh, my little one sitting up in the in the, in the penny jar. So we'll see what happens. Well, listen, I was I was going to be there. I had planned on it, but then the, the 250000 for the rank size yeah. seeds, they tried to hit. So I said, you know, and I'm just going to do the $100 on the pay-per-view yeah. event and watch it at home and be in spirit rooting for the fight. Um, but I, but I, so I want to get back to, 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 to your career because we also we work with uh, Ring 10 New York, a charity organization, and they uh, help to raise funds for uh, boxes that are falling on hard times. Mm. So what I asked a question to every fighter is, how are you preparing yourself for life after boxing? Oh, man, you got you see the Think about fighters, oh, man. It, which is sad. We, 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 a lot of them prepare themselves because they make all this money all at once in one night. You know, boxing is the only sport that really generates its own money. By that being said, we can make anybody's salary 
in one night. Any anybody in the world selling in one night. You know, the 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 highest paid athlete is in boxing. You know, the, the most difficult sport in the world is boxing. You know, so it penetrates his own money. I think by fighters knowing that, especially being at the top level, by them knowing that, that they don't really just think about the afterlife. Nobody really just think about the afterlife. You know what I'm saying? Until it's too late. You know, for me, you know, I'm always thinking about my kids first. You know, it's, it's not about Deontay no more. You know, when I, when I had my daughter Nair, when, when I had her, it was, Deontay was gone. But for herself, wise it was done with, you know. So um, I always build for them. I always think about them. So for me, you know, I'm, 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 I'm investing my money. And a lot of, and a lot of people see I, I, you know, got, got to find it. You got to, you know, you got to enjoy life. I enjoy life and stuff like that. You got the jewelry, you got the, the, the cars and stuff like that. But that's just materialistic stuff. That, that can be gone tomorrow. You know, some, somebody can come and hit it right now and that's it. But um, I definitely, before I spend any money, I like to invest. I like to let my money make money, and that's what I'm at now. Um, I'm putting back in funds. I'm, um, I'm investing in, in property, real estate. I'm setting up um, um, funds for my for my children as well too. I'm putting back a retirement. I'm, I'm opening up a retirement fund as well too. Um, well, I won't be able to touch it until I'm 59. I can't touch it until I'm 59. So I may go on a little bit. Of course, I'm a uh, going a little bit later. I, I said that. You know, I like to set goals and like myself to reach it. Every goal that I set, I'd reach. So this is a goal that I'm reaching. I mean, I'm setting, and I'm going to watch myself reach it. Um, at 45, that's when the day I want to be straight with everything. At 45, 45 years of my life, that's, that's, my, that's my, my age that I want to say, hey, I'd have done it all. I'm good. I want to be set for life, have my kids set for life, and uh, be able to have them do all that they need to do you know, be able to support them and give them just enough where they can have enough money, enough things to do what they need to do, but not enough to do nothing. You know what I mean? I don't want my kids to be lazy because dad, dad had to work for every bit of what he got. You know, and I want them to pass on that principle of, of, of values of what it takes to be a hard worker. How you got to work hard to get what you want. Nothing is easy out here. Nothing is just going to be given to you. So I want them to understand that. And um, that's what I'm going to apply to them as well, too. So you got to invest, man. That's a smart thing, you know, especially when you're being young. A lot of people want to blame on I was young and dumb. I'm so sick of hearing that. Like, young and dumb. Like, I'm tired of hearing that. You know, um, you knew what you are doing when you was doing it. You wanted to ball out. You wanted to show out. You wanted to stunt. You know, instead of having business, because you felt like, oh, I'll do it next time, and the next time come, it's always another next time, and you're not really just thinking about that afterlife, and that's the thing with Boston Go Wrong with it, because this is a sport that they don't have a retirement plan for us and stuff like that, too. So when we get all this money, you got to invest, man. You got to gotta sit back. You got to take the time and, and build, get a home so you can, you, can, you, can, you, can, you can plan on buying it if you can't just buy it straight out. Buy it, get that property, get that, you know what I'm saying, that, that land of it. Whether you want to buy another house and you rent that one out and just keep that going, you know what I mean? And you got to do it. You got to do it. And because um, and another thing what kills a lot of people is taxes. I got a, I got a, I got a specific account just for taxes as well, too. I, I refuse to be a victim of, uh, of not paying your taxes, you know. And I, I can't do it. And, and by that being said, I got a lot of great, I got a lot of great people around me that reminds me each and every day about different things, whether they're dealing with taxes, whether they're dealing with, with kids, women, you know what I'm saying, all that, you know, they, they don't want to, they're not here to tell me what to do, but they here to, you know, they tell me because they care about me and I appreciate and I value that a lot. So if, if, 
if so happen we gonna knock on wood, so happen something gonna roll with me where I become broke or I don't have it, it's not gonna it, it's gonna be definitely my fault because I didn't have a lot of great people around me. God done put a lot of great people around me to to have told me. So I can't say I wasn't told uh and nobody didn't tell me. So uh I advise all everybody just to put you know, that making the money and then you in the tax bracket where you giving and you're not receiving no more, to put back. Save. You don't need all the materialists. So, something you can just wait. You know, it's just like with cars, man, or anything else. I, t you know, my my cousins of uh, 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 clothes, fashion, shoes, and stuff like that. It's like every time some come out, he has to be the like he has to be in that number of the first to get it. You're never the first to get anything. You know, it's always somebody has it before. You know, you never. So people have it in mind. But the thing about it, my thing is, why why wait? Wait till it go on sale, or wait till you. I like to spend when I got money piled up. So when I do spend, I like to be a happy spender. You know, so when I do spend, oh yeah, I got it. I can go put gas up in it. I can go shop, and you know, I like to be a happy. I don't want to be a spender that I gave my last on just to have something to stunt around. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't do that. But the thing about it, no matter if you buy wireless, it is it, it just came out, or will you wait two or three years? Come out. The thing about it, when you get your bottom in that seat, or you put your feet in these shoes or clothes. It's gonna be new to you. It's still gonna drive new. It's still gonna smell new. It's still gonna look new. All that's gonna be new to you. So why why rush when you can wait? You know, and uh, that's the thing, especially with, with black people. <clears throat> Listen, I'm I'm right with you on that, and, that, <laughs> and that, you know that, and, and that's that that's that's and I, that's gonna be my last question. Are you are you paying that knowledge forward right now? Are you are you getting out? You know, to to not only just younger fighters, but just younger men, younger black men in general, and and, and putting that same message out there. Oh, definitely, definitely, man. The um the thing about me, you know, two things you're gonna get out of me. You're gonna be a motivated speech, and you're gonna get something about God. I'm gonna tell him this too. You know, they say because some people are born in a religion where they don't know God. You know, some people don't believe in it. But they say you can't be accountable for your sins when you don't know no wrong. But when you meet me, I tell you about him, this, the sweet name of Jesus. And how, how you know, if, like I said, if you get God the glory, the glory, uh, he will give you the victory and your, your blessing will pour down. So when you meet me and I give you that lecture about that and you go out and commit a sin, now you're accountable for it. You know what I mean? You're like, dang, Deontay told me. He said, and I can be accountable for my sins. So that's two things. I'm, I'm a very positive person. And that's another reason why I'm still here in Alabama as well, too. You know, I'm probably the first athlete that they have here just, just that still lives here. Because other people, you know, being football, baseball, basketball, stuff, they have to go wherever that team is. But in boxing, I'm able to travel wherever I, I live where I want to live. So I, I chose to stay at home because this is where my heart is. And by me staying home, it's like they get their first glimpse of a heavyweight champion or, or, or a, a true athlete, a, a top athlete that's on top, they're living in their city. So whether I buy homes, whether I have cars, whatever the, the things that I have, they get to endure and see it when they never saw it before. So, you know, because some people are not going to even get outside the city, let alone the state or just to see. So they can only, so they might going to only know what they're used to, you know. So, so when they see a Rolls Royce here in Alabama, come on now, you know. You know, some of them didn't even know what it was, you know, and, and just, just to see it. Yeah, the Cadillac, the girl said it. No, she, I mean, she hurt my heart talking about a damn Cadillac. I was like, oh, my God. And, and still, a lot of people short-changing me with a Benz, mm -hmm. you know. But but just the thing about it, and with the younger guys, I let them know, because I'm from the west side of town, you know. I'm, I'm from the west side of town, man, and, and whoever known got from the west side of town, being black as that, rolling around in the Rolls Royce, you know what I mean? That just lets you know that if you put your, if you determine to do something, 
and and you you had the will to go 110 percent to go get it man the sky's the limit and now all these guys around here whether they they're they're lost or whether they drug dealers or whether they you know just don't know what to do with themselves now they're like man I done had so many young guys, old guys, to come and say, Deontay, man, you don't know how much you have motivated me to go a little bit more. Because now it ain't on TV no more. Now it ain't nobody coming down from another state talking to them. I'm right here. I'm real. I'm, I came right here where you from. You know what I'm saying? I'm right here where these guys are from. I was born right here with where some of them from. So they're like, it's real. I believe in that. It's real because it's, it's, I can see it happening. So that that is more motivation, you know, because it's easy for somebody to come down and, and, and somebody that already made it and talk about how you can make it and whatever. You don't need to do this and this, but you're going to go back to your rich life. You're going to go back to your luxury life. And so at the end of the day, they paying you to come out and do it. But when you got somebody right here in your society telling you, yo, you can do it. I was just in your situation. I'm, I'm where you from. I'm on the west side of town. You can do it. And they see it every day. It's real. It's realistic. So, you know, that's the blessing part about it, man. I, I, I just love That's one of the reasons I'm still here, too. I just love my city, my state. And um, people just love me here, man. I, I, I told them I wasn't going nowhere, and I'm, I'm here. I'm here. No change in me. I'm always going to be Deontay, and I want to be the best heavyweight champion that I can be. I want to affect the world, not just my state, not just my city, but the world. You know, and uh, that's my mission, um, bringing great fights and, and, and positivity to the world and affecting it. When, when it's all said and done, where does Deontay Wilder rank amongst heavyweights and amongst boxers in general? The champ! I'm the champ! You know, I, you know uh, uh, serious note, um, I definitely feel like I, I, it's a lot more that I, I, have to, I have to gain and stuff like that. You know, uh, once I feel like there's no more to learn the boxing. I don't want to be in no more. You know, uh, it's good to be the heavyweight champ of the world, but my heart still feel like a contender. And my heart feeling like a contender keeps me hungry. It's, it's keeping me humbled as well, too, because I know there's more. There's always that extra next level. You know, it's always that next level, and I want to reach. Uh, I want to reach every, every level it is. I got a great potential in this sport to be the, the best of all times, you know. Something, uh, you know, the best, even the the grace that came before me, I got an opportunity to be the best before them and just ha make my own little space of all of all greatest uh, of the greatest of all times. You know, I want to build a strong legacy that is so hard that um, it'll be. I want to be a hard act to follow at the end, at the end of my my uh, my career is over with. So uh, that's what we're looking for. So, like I said, I, I still got a lot a lot of learning to do. I still got um, a long way to go, but. You know, I'm determined, you know, uh, to, to seek those those points and, and reach those goals in my life. So here we go, baby. And I just want to thank all my fans that have been with me from day one. I really appreciate that. And, um, you know, and I'll never forget that. And uh, those that just came came on board, i like to tell them welcome. You know, and uh, don't be jumping ships no more. <laughs> and, uh, hey, man, here we go. We're on my journey to becoming the greatest of all times. That, that, that's what it is, man. Listen. You, you heard it here first on Real Fans Real Talk. I'm 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 excited because I know we're gonna be on the road. It's a long drive back to New York, so I'm gonna probably miss church this Sunday. But I done, I done got a lot of blessings right here with this interview. So I'm I'm looking forward to getting back to New York and sharing this interview with the whole Real Fans Real Talk family. Champ, we appreciate you. Thank you for coming on the show. And if you ever in New York again, we welcome you to come sit down live in the studio with us. 
and, and, and chop it up again. We appreciate yeah, you, so man. Cool. Thank you guys for coming all the way down, baby. Sharing my world in for, Alabama. For the people that may be living under a rock right now and they just don't know no better, please tell them where they, where they can get you at on social media. Man, you know, you can find me on social media, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, um, Twitter, all at Bronze Bummer. You can type Deontay Wilder in, it'll, it'll pop up. It's the, the, you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of copies of Deontay Wilder, but you'll know the sexiest one. The sexiest one, you'll, you'll, you'll know when you see it. <laughs> well, I'm going to let the ladies decide on, on, that, on that one. But once again, Chant, we appreciate you, man. And, 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 and we wish you much continued success. Hopefully you can retire and be the one be the one that beat that Rocky Marciano record. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We're going forward, baby. From here to the top, let's go. Bomb Squad! Hey, hey, what's up? My name is Grab, baby. Represent this New York City thing to the fullest. Team Bang Dope Gang on deck. And this is Real Fans, Real Talk. Respect it.